you are divine. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to either the Pumpkin Patch or Divine Authenticity. We are doing an episode that is audio and video, so if you would like the video correspondence or just the audio correspondence on the podcast, uh, I will put the corresponding links in each place. But hello, welcome back. If you are new, my name is Chloe Taylor, and on this channel and this podcast, I believe that we have one of the most cozy, vibey corners of the entire internet, very fall inspired. And uh, if you like me, you like the way that I speak, you like what we talk about, be sure to either follow the podcast or hit that subscribe button as I put out new content every single week and you will never miss an upload if you follow or subscribe. So today I want to talk about a topic that I feel like is highly nuanced And it's something that people actually come to me a lot with, especially because I do private tarot card readings. Many of you know that on my website, chloetaylor.com. You can hire me for a personal reading. Uh, Link is always down below. But people often come to me to ask about their purpose. What is their purpose? What is their destiny? And I have so many thoughts and feelings about purpose and destiny and how we can talk about it and how we can approach it. And I really feel like if you're somebody right now that is struggling with this, like you feel like you are purposeless, aimless, driveless, motivationless, then this episode is for you. So first and foremost, I want to talk about like basically what that even is. And if we talk about purpose, what is that? It's something that we feel like gives our life meaning. It's our life's work for some people. And people search their entire lives to find this. But the interesting thing is, is I think that, first of all, it's widely nuanced. And there is a lot of misconception in the sense that, number one, I think a lot of people get the impression that when you're looking for your purpose, and maybe you see somebody else that is in their purpose, quote unquote, We think that it has to be this like one trodden path. We think it has to be one thing. We're singularly focused towards one thing, towards one idea, one project, one line of work. And the thing is, and this might be a shock to some of you, some of you might already know this, but the thing is, your purpose isn't one thing. I'm not saying that there aren't those people that dedicate their life's work to one thing. And I think that can be a really beautiful mission and they can accomplish a lot in their lifetime. But I believe, especially as we're seeing this, and this might be something that I don't know if anybody's talking about. It's just something that I've noticed. I feel like we are also on the rise of a lot of people are finding out that they have ADHD and I'm not saying if you have ADHD, that means that you have to have a multi like linked purpose in your life, because that's not necessarily the case. But I do feel like something that we don't talk about enough, and I have ADHD, um, something we don't talk about enough is that people with ADHD, they don't get to choose what they hyper focus on. 
And so what you're really interested and drawn towards, you might have multiple different things that happen at different times in your lifetime. And even if you don't have ADHD, I think that you can have multiple purposes or multiple things. And I feel like as we're having this rise of people realizing that they have this, that they're not meant to be dedicated to one thing. And, you know, I think it's very easy to think that ADHD is something that just completely ruins your life. It's something that makes everything harder for you. And as somebody with ADHD, I can look at my life like that. I can say, oh my gosh, the executive dysfunction is real. I can say that, you know, this, I can't do certain tasks the way that somebody who is like, doesn't have ADHD, I can't focus the same way if something doesn't hold my attention the same way. I'm really good at like masking and then just kind of going somewhere else. Um, You know, I could think about all the ways that this makes my life really hard. Or I can decide to look at it like it's a gift. And I'm not trying to say that we need a thing. We have to put a pretty bow on everything. I think if you're not in a place where maybe you're somebody that deals with this, you want to think of it like it is a gift. And that's okay. I think, again, it's a highly nuanced topic. These are just my experiences, how I choose to look at it, and also how I choose to define purpose with or without ADHD. I don't don't think if you don't have ADHD that you shouldn't be listening to this video or this podcast. I think that I have a lot to say for everybody. But my point is, is that I know a lot of you do because we talk about it in the comments and I get a lot of messages from you. And on the podcast, especially, I'm always on about my ADHD ass brain and how it's all over the place and how I go down like eight side stories on this podcast all the time. We're not always focused on one topic. We're all over the place. And in the past, I would really judge myself for that. And now I feel like it's actually part of the thing that makes me me. And it it allows me to have all of these side conversations and these thoughts that come out that other people are also oftentimes thinking. So <laughs> I feel like in some ways, it's really a gift. And this is something that's taken me a very long time to come to terms with is that for myself, and maybe for you, your life's work, regardless of if you deal with that or not, It's not going to be, your purpose isn't going to be one thing. And there is this huge misconception that if you're not dedicating your life to one singular thing, you have no purpose. You have nothing to motivate you. You have no drive. You have nothing that sets you on the course of destiny. And I'm telling you that your destiny only unfolds if you allow yourself to actually follow the things that light you up the most. And this is why this is like, I swear the whole mission of my entire brand is, you know, when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And me actually making videos out of these podcasts is a huge like step outside of my comfort zone. And this is something that I remind myself, is this your authentic expression? Yes. And can you do it in this fashion? Yes. Is it a little bit scary? Sure. But I feel like it's, I always say that, especially if you don't listen to the podcast and you're just watching the video format, I always say on the podcast that my podcast is my most, my most authentic expression of myself online. It is the place where I often don't show up with any notes and I just like to sit down and have a chat 
And sometimes I'll come with notes, like especially if we're talking like astrology or something, I'll come with some notes. But for the most part, I just in the moment on any given day, if I get hit with a surge of inspiration, I sit down and I make a podcast about it. And sometimes those podcast episodes never see the light of day because sometimes I just need to talk myself through something. But oftentimes they are episodes that get made through inspiration. And this is why like, I've actually started to put more of this on my YouTube channel as well. And if you're just listening to the podcast, I'm sorry that you're getting this like interlude about YouTube. But this is something I'm actually really challenging myself to do or to try out because I feel like how can I make this my mission and then not live my mission everywhere? How can I not embody that and embrace that? But in any case, eight side stories, <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves and aside ourselves. But my point is, is that it really is like when you're thinking about purpose, if you're somebody that feels lost, I just need you to ask yourself, what is one thing I could do today that seems like it's the next right choice for me? What is one thing that I could do right now? Is it brushing your teeth? Is it getting a glass of water? Is it going for a walk? Is it putting on a meditation? Is it cleansing your energy? Is it taking a bath? Is it going grocery shopping? Is it meal planning? Is it budgeting? Is it, you know, that can be your purpose. That can be your purpose. And I, I mean that it can be your purpose today. It doesn't have to be your long-term purpose. It can be your purpose today is to work on that, whatever that thing is. And the interesting thing is, is when you actually start to follow the things that light you up throughout your day, that is actually where the big picture comes in. That is where the purpose actually has the potential to come in and where you get connected to broader things. So let me let me take you on a journey, okay? <laughs> now we're getting real authentic today. Let me take you on a journey. As somebody that I'm like a highly, I move when I feel inspired. And even in the face of people closest to me telling me not to do it, I move when I'm inspired. And this is something that I really believe has kept me connected to my purpose. Even when I felt very lost, I've been able to reconnect. And the thing is, it's that principle that I just talked about, which is following what lights you up in any given moment and recommitting to what sounds good right now, even if that's just resting, you know, whatever, I shouldn't even say it like that, just resting, like rest isn't important. It is very important and very vital to the process of following your destiny, following your personal mission. But when I started out, okay, so let's let's take it back all the way to 2013. So almost 10 years ago. Actually, if you really want to get technical, I can take this all the way back to 2010. Let's start there. I'm going to try to make this not super long winded. But if you've never heard my story of where I've come from with my purpose, this might be like an introduction to me. And maybe you didn't know these things. And I get flack in my comments all the time about sharing my personal stories. But I'm at the point now where I accept that my energy is not for everyone. And like I look at other people, just like a quick little side note, I look at other people in my same niche, like um, Aaron Doughty, he's always talking about how he's he was a shoe salesman. That is his story. And I've heard his story a thousand times, but it never stops inspiring people. It never stops inspiring me. And your story is the wisdom that people often need. 
And sometimes that can be the inspiration that helps people move. And we have no idea. Like I know for a fact, more than half of the people that watch my videos are not subscribers because my analytics tell me that. So in any case, it's really important to share your wisdom and share your stories, even if you repeat yourself a thousand times, because you never know who's listening and who needs to hear it. And remember that your energy is not for everyone. We're going to do an episode in the future on confidence. And I have been really up, up leveling my confidence this year in particular. And we're going to do an episode in the future on confidence. But um, for right now, I just want to like sit back, relax, get yourself a little beverage. We're going to go on a little bit of a deep dive of how Chloe Taylor herself has used this principle to follow her own treasure her own dream, her own purpose, her own mission. And I hope that this information that you receive today really leaves you feeling inspired to do that next best thing for yourself, whatever that is. Because that's really, if I do nothing else today, I hope I drive the point home to you that connecting with your purpose isn't finding this huge thing. You connect with that over time. And this is something tangible that you can start doing today. So 2010, Oh my gosh, what, like th almost 13 years ago? I was in college. I had moved out of my parents' house. I was living in Utah State, and I had no idea what the future held for me. I was in school majoring in English because I thought that I wanted to be an author, and I still might just be an author someday, but not in the same way. Um, I was majoring in English because I felt like an English degree. You know, it sounds good when you look at the back of the book, when um, somebody has authored a really famous book, you always see that most of the time they majored in English. Not always. I feel like more and more that's becoming less common. But that was my mentality is if I have an English major, like I can write a book, I can sell a book, right? So I, and granted, I need to remind you that this was also my mother's dream for me, even though I love to write and she was supporting that, um, something that really wasn't supported in my family dynamic. And I think in a lot of generations past is the idea that we have multiple things. We don't need to go. I mean, if you want to be a brain surgeon, you probably should go to school for like 15 years. Let's be real. But you don't have to always be in pursuit of the same thing. And that's okay. That's what this whole video is about. But this was something that was very supported early on. And my mother at the time was like one of my best friends was very supported by her. So I felt good about making that choice. You know, this was like somebody that was the center of my universe. Still, I always think that I was a really late bloomer when it came to detaching from um, my parents, my mother, my family, and not to say that I'm so detached that we don't speak at all. It just it took me a long time to actually, like break away and become my own person without that. And so anyways, I went to college with and I think this is a very common story, you know, you go because your parents kind of have an expectation, or even if they don't say it outwardly or drive it home super hard, there's somewhat of an expectation. And while in school, um, Gosh, I was late the first day. I basically had a panic attack. I barely went to school, if I'm being honest with you. I barely went to school. And I hate to burst my parents' bubble if they're out there listening, but I barely went to school because it was a very anxiety-inducing experience, and I didn't feel safe enough to tell my parents those things. You know, I just let them believe that I was always going to school and I was getting good grades. And surprisingly, I actually did pass the semester with like all right grades, even though I barely went to class. Um, 
But at some point, I noticed that my school had a culinary um, they had a culinary program. So I, I tell my parents, like, I love cooking. They knew I loved cooking. I loved cooking. Even when I lived with my parents, it was a big part of my, like, this something that I adored. So I say, I want to switch my major to culinary. That was actually kind of accepted. It was like, you know, that totally was this accepted thing. And it was like, okay, Chloe's going to go to culinary school. You know, that totally fits for her. That makes sense for her. And so I enroll in the culinary program and I think I did like all the introductory courses and like you get to take culinary math. Like it was actually kind of fun. Uh, the classes I took, I really enjoyed. And the thing is, I realized really quickly that I loved cooking, but I didn't want to spend the rest of my life in a kitchen. I wanted to cook for myself. I wanted to cook in my own home. I wanted to cook for my family. I didn't want to work in somebody else's kitchen and work on somebody else's dream. So what, like a semester and a half in, I say, okay, what do I want to do? And I realized back, this all happened within the span of like the first year, I, I swear. Um, it might have been like 2011 by this point. And I was like, I should just go to film school. Like my ultimate dream, to be honest, at the time, I wanted to be a YouTuber. I wanted to go on. I wanted to be on YouTube. I wanted to make content. And my niche was health and wellness and like technically weight loss. But this channel doesn't even exist anymore. It was called Chloe Kitten. It was available like back in 2010, 2011. And I focused on really unhealthy weight loss. I did not have a concept of what health and wellness was. And I wanted to be like, not a filmmaker, I just wanted to make YouTube content. And I remember calling my mom one day, and she has actually apologized for this since then. But I remember calling my mom and telling her, I really want to switch my major to film. My school offers a film program. And, you know, I've already taken so many prerequisites, like I could just get in there now. And um, my mom totally came down on me. And was like, you're not creative like your sister. I don't know why you would want to do something like that. You're just not cut out for it. I don't think that's for you. And she actually said like some really hurtful shit. And I remember when I got off the phone with her, in the moment, I did not stand up for myself. I couldn't believe that the person that I always went to for support was not supporting my dreams. And so after the fact, I actually sat down and I tell this story all the time. But I sat down with, I had a Nikon point and shoot, one of those teal ones from back in the day. Hopefully we can get a picture visual in here. But I had like this Nikon teal camera that I sat down in my bathroom in my apartment that I shared with like four other girls. And I just cried. And I was like, I, my mom doesn't support me. Like, I can't believe this. This is like my best friend doesn't support my dreams. And I've never had this happen. And this was like the beginning of the end when I stopped living my life for my parents, where I sat down and at first I was crying and I was really distraught and I was really sad. And then you see this like switch change where I, and I wish I still had the footage. Gosh, I wish I had the footage because I've talked about this so many times, but I literally look into the lens and I say, you know what, Chloe, you don't need their support. 
you need, and it was almost like a divine intervention. Like, I don't feel like it was even me that was speaking. I felt like I was being spoken through, but not in like a, I didn't have control of my body kind of way. But I was like, you don't need their support. You're going to fucking show them. You're going to do what you want to do. And that's the end of it. And it was like, probably like a 20 minute thing. Like I sat and pumped myself up for a while. And that was what I did. I went full steam ahead on my weight loss YouTube channel and I signed up for film courses regardless. I did not graduate from film school. I actually dropped out, but that was because like, mind you, at this time, I also started working customer care and customer care for anybody that is highly sensitive is like the worst job for you because you genuinely want to help people and they're just pissed screaming at you 24 um, seven. Worst line of work I've ever done. Great for customers. Horrible for me. And I will never forget. Um, so mind you, I'm running this weight loss channel. Um, I actually end up deleting that channel. That's not even what I want to focus on. I end up deleting that channel because somebody said some negative shit to me. And now I would have laughed at it. But back then I did not have the wherewithal to just laugh. I deleted my whole channel because one person made a comment about my body that I didn't appreciate. And then I like continued to work customer care, didn't really know what I was doing, um, had dropped out of college. And I'll never forget my last day of working customer service because mind you, this is now in 2013. So we've jumped a couple years. We did some school. We dropped out of school. We lost our YouTube channel. We got, we lost sight of the vision. We lost sight of the vision. This is normal. This is normal to lose sight of what you're doing. And then fast forward, I'm in customer care. I'm on my like third or fourth, sorry, loud car. I'm on my like third or fourth customer care job by this point because I just hate customer service. It's not a good job for me. I didn't know what else I would do for money at the time. I think a lot of people are stuck in this mentality right now that you feel stuck. You don't know what you'll do otherwise. And I want to assure you that that's very normal. And unfortunately, in today's world is very normal. I'll never forget. I was working on... Um, customer care for a tech company that I don't even know if I'm allowed to say like that I might have signed an NDA for that but they're like a really popular tech company that most people have um, like most people use their service today and um, we were hired out as like a third party to work for this company but in any case I was getting screamed at by somebody in customer care that day not like somebody in customer care but a customer screaming at me and I will never forget I just had this moment where I was like I don't have to sit here I don't have to take this and mind you I was always somebody that was really compliant you could always train me new things you could like if I got written up at work I really accepted that with grace I was never fighting anybody like I said we're best person to like an employer worst kind of job for me and so I'll never forget though I powered down my computer literally middle of the call powered down my computer, took off my headset, put my badge on my desk, and I walked out. Nobody saw me do it, or if they did, they weren't paying attention, and I didn't go back. That was the end of it. That was the end of my customer care, and I went home. I had, To me, I had quit my job. I did not say anything to anyone. I gave no notice. I quit my job, and when I went home that day, I think I sat on my hands for like, not literally, but I didn't do anything for a period of like a week or so, maybe a couple of weeks. 
and not really knowing what I would do. I didn't know how I was going to pay rent. I didn't know what I was going to do. Things were actually really scary. I couldn't afford to eat. Like it was a bad time. And I was playing The Sims as an escape. The Sims 3. It was like my favorite game at the time as an escape because I didn't want to be in my world. I wanted to be in their virtual world. And I was looking up a cheat code. And I I don't even know if she knows this, but if anybody speaks to Life Simmer, like you should tell her that she is actually like the queen of inspiration because Life Simmer, I came across her YouTube channel and my life changed that day because I had no idea that people were doing gaming on YouTube. I had no idea. And this was during like the Sims golden age. I feel like was when Sims 2 and Sims 3 were really popular and people were making let's plays, long form content that was doing really well. This to me was like the golden age of the Sims. And I was watching her show me like a cheat code and I was like, I could do this. And I just got really inspired. Again, that thread of purpose came through and I got really inspired and I thought I could, I could do this. I could do what she's doing. I could do this. And it was like fire running through my veins. And I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but that is your purpose. That is divine inspiration. That fire that burns through you, that same fire that I felt when I said, no, Chloe, you're going to enroll in, in film school. You're not going to listen to her. You're going to do what feels right for you. That same fire was activated. And I said, I could do this. I could make videos. I could do this. I started right with what I had. I had a headset and I had my Mac, like an old MacBook Pro that I used for college. Um, if you look back on the gaming videos, because they're still available, if you look back on the gaming videos that I put out at that time, they're terrible. The audio sounds horrible. The screen is cut off at the bottom because Mac isn't suitable for gaming. At least it wasn't then and screen recording it with what I was doing. And the thing is, I started where I was. It's I spent maybe like a week putting my channel together, making graphics, learning, learning so much, learning how to screen record, learning how to record audio, learning how to edit things, learning how to like, I wasn't really ever super deep into film school to learn a lot of this stuff. So I was self-taught and learning how to make thumbnails, learning how to pose my Sims. Cause you have to like do that for cute thumbnails. Um, learning how to photo edit, learning how to like, I just absorbing. And I was so lit up by this that you couldn't stop me if you'd tried. And at first it was just for fun. I was just making stuff. And then I put out this series called the princess games, which was a play on the hunger games. And it was like the Disney princesses in the Sims fighting to the death. Basically this series a lot of the episodes, one of them I know for sure has over a million views and there are multiple other episodes that came close. My channel takes off. I get invited to go to electronic arts events. I go to uh, the headquarters of electronic arts. I meet with the developers of the game. I meet all these other YouTubers that are in the same niche as me. I do this twice. One time I got to go to San Francisco. Another time they took me to Europe and I did this career for seven years. I made gaming content. I got better and better and better. I upgraded my equipment over time. I started a Twitch stream over time. 
I followed that purpose for seven years until it didn't feel good anymore. And then I was like, oh, I actually really am not happy. I don't want to do this anymore. This doesn't feel good anymore. That fire that I used to have, it's not here anymore. And most people would see this as a detriment. They need to fix something within themselves. But the thing is, maybe it's not your purpose anymore. And then I got really, this was around 2017. Um, yeah, around 2017, I started to make a shift and I got really into spirituality. I was already into tarot previously and astrology, but I got really into it. After the death of my sister, um, I asked myself if this was the legacy I was to leave on this earth if I died tomorrow is this who I would want to be? Is this what I would want to do? And ultimately the answer was no. And that was when I realized a change had to be made. I wasn't following my passion or my purpose or my inner fire anymore. And so I started actually, I don't know if many of you know this, but at first I started to introduce spirituality to my gaming channel. And if you go to my gaming channel, you'll see it back in that time period. I was making, I have a playlist on this channel and if you are on my podcast, you can go to the channel. I have a playlist that's like Vlogmas 2017, 2018. I'm not even sure what year, but that was all shot for that channel. And I also used to do something called like Magic Monday, where every Monday I was putting out spirituality content on my gaming channel. I was trying to make a change. And I was learning about witchcraft. I was learning about tarot and astrology and like manifestation, law of attraction, law of vibration. I was watching people like Lior Alexandra and Aaron Dowdy and Isabel Palacios. And um, I was listening to books by Gabrielle Bernstein. And I was really in the spirituality aspect. I was really into it. And it still didn't feel right. I felt like people in my gaming niche like hated what I was doing. There was one person in particular that would always like shit on me for posting witchcraft. And they would ask like, are you ever going to make like um, merch that doesn't have tarot cards on it? Or and I was like, no, I'm not like, this is who I am. And it's fine if you don't like this kind of spirituality. But like, what I'm trying to get at is it wasn't about any one individual person, even though that person for some reason always stuck with me. Um, it was ultimately about the fact that I was changing and I didn't feel, it didn't feel right yet. It didn't feel like it was widely accepted. And then on my gaming Twitch stream, which I also used to do a lot of, especially back in that time, um, I started live streaming basically what I do in my Patreon now, where we would get together and focus on a chakra and I would talk about a chakra. I would do a bunch of research and learn about how to work with certain chakras. We'd focus on one chakra at a time and just talk about it and learn about it and meditate on it in a live stream. Um, we would do new moon manifesting together, full moon release rituals together. I don't think any of these are still available anymore, but I did actually quite a few of these live and not very many people showed up for them. It definitely wasn't the crowd that I was used to with gaming. But again, I don't feel like I was also in the right place at the right time yet, but I was still not willing to give up. And then fast forward to my second channel, which is now my main YouTube channel, which is where this is Chloe Taylor. She went by multiple different names. She was other coffee. She was coffee fit at one time. She was, um, cozy kale at one time. And eventually I settled on Chloe Taylor because that's my name. That's who I am. And I started to make content 
I actually started like really trying to like make a lot of content on the channel. I was like, you know what, this is it. I'm going for it. And mind you at this time I was under pressure. Like my husband and I were not making ends meet. He was the one that was like paying all the bills by this point. I wasn't hardly making any money. And my husband was like, Chloe, I don't care what you do, but if this doesn't work, like you need to go get a job basically. And I don't know about y'all, but that's like coming from where I came from in customer care, that was like my worst nightmare. I did not want to go back to a nine to five and I was going to do anything to stay out of a nine to five because for someone like me, not only with all of the like chronic illness that I deal with, with like, um, with autoimmune diseases, but also having like hip and knee dysplasia, I really have to be in a seated job. And that's just not the way I want to run my life. I don't want to live my life working on somebody else's dream. And that's like, I'm not saying that that makes you wrong or bad if that's what you prefer to do with your life and with your time. I think that's 100% normal and acceptable. But for me, I knew based on what I had already done that that was not my reality. I did not want to work on somebody else's dream. I wanted to work on my dream. And that was when I started doing like weekly tarot card readings. Every, I started reading, um, basically just like weekly energy on Chloe Taylor. You can look back on my channel and they are still there. Um, I put a couple of pick of cards out and then I don't remember exactly when this happened. It might've been like one or two years ago, maybe like 2019, 2020. I uploaded a video and this video for my channel went viral. Like it was a gentle message from spirit, I believe. And that video got like almost 400,000 views. And it made my channel. It was the one video that popped off and literally made my channel. And I got like something ridiculous, like 50,000 subscribers really quickly. Um, all of my other pick of cards, every time I would upload one, they would get hella views. And it was because I was really in alignment with spirituality. I was really in alignment with reading these cards and getting messages to people. And I was following the fire. That was ultimately it was, yes, I was stressed out about my day-to-day -day life, but I asked myself, where's the fire? Follow the fire. And that led me to where I am today, right now, doing what I'm doing right now. And even now, so like fast forward, right? We're here, we're in the now. Even right now, I have realized more recently that pick a cards, though I love them, I've done so many that when I sit down to do them, I want to be there for them. I want to be like fully present, fully in my energy, feeling high vibe. And if I can't do that, I don't want to produce them. And that's new for me. I've never like not felt constantly inspired to make them. And I started to get really down on myself about that, you know, like, oh, no, my whole world is going to fall apart again. What do I do? And then I asked myself, where's the fire? What is the what is the fire that where's the fire? Where is the inner fire? And the thing I always come back to, and this is something that might also help you, is I have a list that I actually made when I wasn't really sure back in 2017 what the hell I wanted to do. I made a list of things that I love doing. <laughs> And the number one thing on that list is talking. I love to talk. I could talk forever. I could talk to anyone. I have the gift of gab as my friend Nolan puts it. I can always talk to people. And my strong suit is speaking. 
And even if you look at my human design chart, which I recently did, like within the last two or three months, that is like my gift, my gift that I get to like use in this lifetime is speaking, but not speaking in a way that's curated, not like writing essays and reading them, but actually speaking like this. I'm doing this in completely one take. It's off the cuff. Like it's one take. It's off the cuff. It needs very little editing. And that is my strong suit in this lifetime. And I think the reason that gaming worked well for me is because I was um, commentating and tarot card reading works well for me because I'm commentating and podcasting works extremely well for me because I'm commentating. I'm always using my voice and it's taken me really far. I always think about that song by Kesha where she says, um, got here by running my mouth, <laughs> but that's my strong suit. And so I always know that when I feel inspired to speak, that I need to go with that no matter what it is. If it's to write those words down, then sure, write a book. If it's to give a talk somewhere, sure, take the microphone, give a talk. If it's to commentate, you know, that's my strong suit. What is yours? What is the thing that even if it doesn't make sense, you could do it every day? Is it singing? Is it talking? Is it painting? Is it working with your hands in some way? What is the thing that even if it doesn't make sense to you, if you could do it every day, you would feel fulfilled. You would feel good. For me, it's talking like losing my voice when I, if I get sick and I lose my voice, detrimental. I feel like that's the universe really telling me like take several seats, bitch rest because when I lose my voice, oh man, never like never have you seen me fall apart. Like when I lose my voice, like imagine that scene in Howl's Moving Castle where he feels really ugly and he's like sticky. That's me. When I lose my voice, I become like ugly and I'm just like, I can't speak or I can't speak. You know, like it's like just be open to where the journey takes you. If you've ever read the book, The Alchemist, I actually recently have been reading it. The whole entire book so far, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm getting there, is all about how the the main character in the story, he is committed to his own, finding his own treasure. And getting there is such a process, but he does so many things along the way that still fulfill him, that still make him feel good, that feel purposeful, that are a part of his journey. I mean, even if you look at my own journey that I just told you all about, like I used commentating along the way. I learned how to film edit really early on. I learned how to edit photos really early on. These are skills that I obtained. I mean, gosh, even when I started streaming in like 2015, 2016, somewhere in there, even when I started live streaming, I learned how to command a room. Like, even though it was virtually, I learned how to command a room. I learned how to um, speak to multiple people from multiple different walks of life because it was all in live format. And these are things that over my journey from the last, like, since 2010 until now, almost 13 years these are traits and things and um, not traits, but things that I've picked up along the way that have kept me moving in alignment with my purpose. Right now, I do feel like I'm living out my purpose. There are moments where I don't feel like I'm living out my purpose. And then I have to look at myself and ask myself, where's the fire? 
Where's the fire? How can I commit to my own internal fire? And how can I let go of the things that aren't in alignment with that fire? No matter what it is, even if it's for me, a job that felt lifeless that I walked out of. And that that time period in my life was actually really scary. Like I lost my house at that time because I couldn't pay for it. I was living off of rice because I couldn't afford to eat. Like, I'm not trying to like downplay that. It wasn't like I had daddy's money and like was just being supported at that time. I wasn't, things were really bad at that time, but I was committed to my own dream and my own vision. And there was nothing that was going to stop me. And I feel like when it comes to your purpose, you kind of have to be relentless like that. It has to be your vision and your dream has to be more important to you than somebody else's dream. And not to say that you need to hurt people or put people down or step on people to get there, but your dream has to be the most important thing to you. And you can take people with you. You can have friends along the journey. You can have people that support you in those efforts and you support them in their efforts. But ultimately, you have to be committed to yourself in the process. And I feel like that's often where people get hung up is they get really focused on what other people are going to think of them or, oh, I can't leave this job until this one is secure. If 2020 taught me anything, it's that job security is not real. And there is literally, especially in corporations, like job security is not real and they can let you go at any point in time for whatever bogus ass reason. Like the world just baffles me sometimes how we have set it up and structured it and I don't know how we literally live on a planet that grows food and somehow we all ended up with credit scores and social security numbers. Excuse me? How did this happen? Like, I don't know. Um, I feel like if I could say one more thing in closing, it's that you have to stop obsessing about finding your purpose. That's probably the number one thing that is hurting you the most. If you clicked on this video and you just want to find your destiny, you just want to find your purpose and it's driving you crazy, you're pushing yourself farther away from it by pursuing in that way. Because what we feel like we lack is never going to come through because we feel like we lack it. And if you're obsessing about finding your purpose, if you're obsessing about what is the thing Maybe it's multiple things. Maybe where you are right now is actually going to be in service to your grander mission of life. And I can, like I said, I can tell you over the last 13 years where every single step of the way has led me to be where I am today right now. Every single thing has built upon itself. And the things that I learned back in 2010 still ring true today. The things that I learned during my time in the gaming sphere still ring true today. The things that I learned um, early in my spiritual journey still ring true today. Like, don't get me wrong. I've also learned a lot of really, really valuable lessons. Oh my gosh. Especially in the realm of friendship. I have learned so many hard lessons through friendship throughout my career. But uh, that's a video and a podcast for another time. But that's really what I wanted to say is like, stop obsessing about finding your purpose. Stop obsessing. Just try to do the next best thing for yourself today. Ask yourself what you love to do without judgment. Even if it's play video games, I made a whole fucking career out of that. Like anything is possible. We live in a limitless universe. And the sooner you recognize that it can be anything, it can be anything. And also know that 
it's okay to have a multitude, a multitude of purposes throughout your life. It's okay to go through times where you don't feel connected and times where you really do. That's normal. It's part of the human experience. And that is what I want to leave you with today. So I hope this episode reaches you well. I hope that you feel supported, you feel seen. And let me know down below if you feel like you found your purpose, if this video, if it helped you realize something in some way about yourself, I want to hear about those things. And I really want to commit to making more videos like this because I feel like they're just really highly impactful. And even though they're kind of scary for me to make, they're also putting me in alignment with my purpose. And please just know that if nobody's told you yet today, I love you. Truly, I love humans. I love humanity. And if nobody said it, just know that I love you. And I, I mean that. Like, that's not just like, oh, I'm pandering to people. It's I genuinely love you if you're watching or listening. And I'll talk to you again very soon next week <laughs> or later this week, depending on what day it is. Um, and please do not forget when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And I'll talk to you again soon. I already said that. That's fine. <laughs> I love you. Um, actually, there's a couple of other things. Um, it's all like Patreon-based things. But if you if you want to stick around and find out a little bit more about where you can find me around the web, I certainly appreciate it. But I also understand if you've got lives and you want to move on. Um, but... First and foremost, if you would like more content or early access to this kind of content, please make sure that you join the Patreon available to you down below patreon.com slash Chloe Taylor. Uh, I do live workshops. You get early access to all of my videos. You get weekly energy readings with tarot cards um, and sometimes astrology reports as well through that. And so much more. There is so much more. We have an autumn book club coming up. You get a special role in the Discord. If you haven't joined the Discord, do that already. You can do that at any time. But you get a special role in the Discord with an extra chat. And um, what else? If you'd like to book a personal reading with me, of course, ChloeTaylor.com. Uh, that is where you can find me. I do put readings up for sale not very often. So if you see them there, make sure you snag them. And uh, if you'd like to follow me elsewhere around the web, I'm at Chloe Taylor on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter. I would love to have you. And I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, if you would like to support me even further, never an expectation, but always appreciated. I have my Cash App, my Venmo, and my PayPal listed down below for you, as well as my wish list. Uh, again, no expectations there, but certainly appreciated. And as I said, I love you, all the things. Have a good day, pumpkin. <laughs>